0: Welcome to CruxCast. Whether you're in your car, at work or at home, we hope you enjoy this interview. And if you do, you can find more like it on cruxinvestor.com, so please subscribe. We speak today to Mike Hodgson, CEO of Sarabi Gold, aim-listed Gold producer with assets in Brazil. Their quarterly numbers came out today, slightly below 2020 guidance, but is to be expected with COVID. So they hit 8500 ounces for the second quarter in a row, uh, and they seem quite pleased with that. Uh, COVID has impacted the cap's ability to produce. 35% of staff are off-site, but everyone seems to be putting in a hard shift and uh, delivering. We talk about the ore sorter, what it's going to be able to deliver for the rest of this year. When will things get back to normality? And where are they with Coringa? Having paid down their debt position, things are looking good. Cash cash position is around ten million bucks, so lots to look forward to in twenty twenty one. Says Mike. Enjoy the podcast, Mike. How are you doing, sir?
1: Very well, Matt. Nice to talk to you again.
0: So you're still home officing, are you?
1: Yes, uh, I'm not quite sure when we're going to sort of get back into the London office, but now we're, we're we've kind of we're, we I think we're all sort of. Pretty used to this uh, new way of working, and uh, we're having regular sort of conversations amongst ourselves. And I'm on the phone to site an awful lot. So uh, yeah, it's 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 a work, it's okay. It's working. It's, it's working, working out working
0: well. Good. Okay. We saw a press release come out this morning um, talking about the uh, this quarter's numbers. What do you, I mean, what do you make of them? Are you happy with them?
1: In the circumstances, more than happy. Yeah, you know, I think I wrote in the press release, totally delighted. To be honest, um, I think when you actually consider, I think like many companies, where we were at the beginning of Q, the first, the second quarter, sorry, and and where we might find ourselves by the end of the quarter, I think to actually come out with, you know, eighty-five percent of our budgeted production is a is a is a miraculous result. You know, we. As we've talked before and we've already put into the market, we, we took measures to really make sure that we're, the safety of our workforce was paramount. We, we decided to remove non-essential workers from the site to create space so we could socially distance our workers. We decided to remove anyone and put them send them home who is older. Um, that sounds ageist, but it was the right thing to do. Anyone who had a health issue. And so we essentially kept a young, fit, healthy workforce at, at the site. We introduced what rotation we were doing, I mean the workforce was super flexible; they were restricting or limiting their rotation, so that 's a risk obviously every time there 's someone coming in or coming out, we reduce that to a minimum and those coming in were all tested. We got all of the kits uh, and we had them all tested and checked them for symptoms so then of course, people coming in we knew were uh, you know in good shape healthy that 's it and we 've actually managed to Basically, keep the camp clear and 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 safe, and uh, it, it's 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 a great achievement. I I was really quite concerned that we were going to really struggle with this. So, to come out of that with eight and a half thousand ounces um, was terrific. And look, it, it has meant some things have got shelved. Exploration, for example, has been shelved. A lot of a lot of the project work we we're doing, we were, but we've kept the, the core business going. And to so to produce eighty five percent of the budget with sixty five percent of the workforce, fantastic result. Really pleased.
0: Okay. Okay. I, I buy that. Um, but I also noticed that the, the grade has gone down. I mean, it's sitting at just below 6 grams. You're normally typically around 8 there or thereabouts. I mean, what's happening?
1: Well, a te- little bit of a technical um, sort of explanation here. Um, we The all-sorter, we spent a lot of time testing this all-sorter. We know it works terrifically well and it is designed to work on low-grade material. So, we set the mine up in at the end of 2019. To start mining lower grade areas, uh, put in more development, which by its nature is lower grade, it's more diluted, and f- to feed the of with it. So we committed to these areas. We committed to these areas. One of so the, the plan was quite simplistically, you know, the plant can do forty-five thousand tons per quarter, the mine can do more. The intention was to actually mine say fifty-five thousand tons per quarter, and feed that additional material into the ore sorter to screen it to make the best. 45,000tons to go to the plant. Now, the, obviously, we have we've, we've basically sent home 35% of our workforce. So we are still committed to the same lower-grade areas in the mine, but we actually just couldn't, let's say, overmine because we didn't have the workforce. Uh, uh, and so, essentially, the All Sorter has been somewhat parked for, uh, well, minim- used minimally, let's say, for the last 2 months. So, we haven't been able to take the advantage of it. So, that sort of m- ROM mine material has gone straight from the mine to the plant without being sorted. So, that's why the grade has basically gone from 7.5 down to just 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 around 6. It will be back, no problem, because in Q3 and more, so in Q4, when we get the mining rate back up again, we'll be overmining, we'll be passing through the sorter and the grade will be coming back up. The thing is, you just can't in a mine, and people will understand with an underground mine, you just can't because of a, an event, you just can't suddenly stop over here and mine high grade over there. You, you eat what you kill. You're committed to an area. And we set this up. Not, nobody knew this was going to happen. And we were therefore, you know, into areas that were lower grade anyway. We can't suddenly, as I say, being plant-constrained, um, uh, so I've been uh, with, with, with a, a sort of work workforce constraint with the redu- enforced reduction, um, we, did, we didn't we did do as so well. But that said, I, I still think it's a great result you know and uh, no fear it'll it'll will be back in good shape and uh, towards the end of the year and that sort will be working very very hard.
0: And what do you know so you, you, just, you gave some idea last time we spoke about the Allsort. I mean you said it's been used minimally, but so what do you know about its capabilities? you know is it going to be able to significantly enhance your production going forward?
1: Well year, year to date we've we've it's basically lifting the grade around seven times. The thing about it is what you've got to remember is it's, it does come at a price. It's not a perfect piece of equipment. You still get losses with it. Um, so, for example, I, I think broadly speaking, we fed it with about sort of 3,000 tons so far at a grade of around two grams, and it's turned 3,000 tons at two grams into sort of 500 tons at nine grams, which is real high grade feed but it's recreated you know, 2,500 tonnes of low-grade. But some, you do get losses in that low-grade. So when you're in a situation like we've been for the last 2-months you and you can't, if you can, what's coming out of the mine, the plant can handle, you don't really want to pass that through the ore sorter because you will be losing Gold if you do. The whole purpose of the ore sorter was, was actually to actually treat surplus production. And we haven't had surplus production in Q2 because of the manpower reduction. That's the key. Uh, we will have surplus production again in Q4, later Q3 and Q4. So this is when it will be used again.
0: Okay. So, and and again, sorry to stick with the sort of, but you know, people do like to understand, you know, what the capabilities are. So, Do you think the all sort of given information that you have about it now will allow you to kind of play some level of catch up if you do get back to some sense of normality by the end of the year or even Q1 next year?
1: Yeah, no, I I, I think it gives us an ability to increase our annual ounces by fifteen to twenty percent. So I I think that's it. I mean, if we'd actually not had this and we kept going normally, we would have produced in Q2. You know, probably ten and a half thousand. We we will allow us to do an extra 2, 1,500, 2000 ounces per quarter. That's 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 what it's that's we know from, from test work and what it did start doing in Q1. That's what it will give us. So instead of doing a forty, we're we we're, we're normally a forty thousand ounce limited operation because that's what the plant can do today. If you screen twenty five percent of your feed before it goes to the plant through your sorter, that forty thousand ounces per year becomes forty eight thousand ounces per year. That's where
0: we go. Okay. Okay. So it's, it, I guess you're very, very keen to kind of get back to normality in that case. Um, yeah. Tell me about the planning. Okay. So I, I get the eight and a half thousand answers, and and you're pleased with that. You said you're pleased with it, um, and under the current circumstances, um, you're probably right to, to be pleased with it. Um, but we, because we again, we talked about what's going on with Kiringa. The the well, we're going to get the new assets. We can't. We're not going to be able to say that soon because you, you know you've, you've been on it a while. Where are you with that? 'Cause I want to join up the dots here a little bit for people. So where are you with Coringa?
1: Coringa, um, we behind the scenes, we obviously had our public hearing back in February. I mean, I'm, I'm absolutely relieved that we actually got that done because that was a that was a huge milestone. And it's truth, if we if we'd been a month later, we'd be stuck in limbo now completely with getting a public hearing. Can you imagine a public hearing now with social distancing? Off? So to get that done was huge. Absolutely huge. Um, and it allowed us in the meantime to do a lot of the follow-up work, which has been toing and froing with the environmental agency, answering their final questions on, uh, you know, environmental impact adjustments to the EIA, etc. Because this environmental agency, Semis as they're called, these are the guys who ultimately have got to sign on a piece of paper to the court saying we fully recommend that Surabi are given the license, the preliminary license. And this is the key licence for any mining operation in Brazil. It's the one where you need public support, authority support, agency support, court support, everyone. Once you get this one, the remaining licences are basically procedural, really. So, we're so, so close. And the fact we've now been going to and fro with Semus in the background doing this, uh, we, we are, I was on the call on Friday, we're so close to getting these guys to basically, in fact, they're going to write the letter this week to the court. Now, the next step in all of this is the court, which is called Kohima. They have to meet um, to basically discuss the Sarabi case and they just look at the recommendation and go, well, okay, you know, the guys that know, which are, um, that's called an environmental council claim. They meet, but the fact that they're made up of the same people or part of the same people that have actually just advised that they recommend the license to be granted to the company, we're very hopeful that's going to happen. The key is just getting that meeting to occur. Obviously, uh, the crisis is, is making it difficult for those guys to physically meet. I, I understand that they've never actually met with Zoom before, and it's something they're now considering. So we're hoping it is going to be a first for us, and we're actually going to get our uh, our court hearing before the end of this quarter, and we will get our preliminary license at Coringa, which will be just great, great. You know, we've we've, uh, I, you know, it's we we are we are somewhat. It's somewhat out of our control, but we can, we've done everything now and we're just waiting for that meeting to occur. That's, that's okay.
0: So the market got excited when you decided to buy Coringa because it was it's almost uh, a cookie cutter um, asset with, with Polito. Yep. It's, it's high-grade underground mining, which you know, you understand how to do that. You do it very well. I got excited though, when you started talking to me last time we spoke about exploration Okay, because again, you've got two assets, but in between, you've also got a big land package here. You've got some anomalies, which you talked to me about. And to me, that struck me as even more exciting than Coringa. With no disrespect to Coringa, Coringa will, will produce cash and you, you know, you'll, you'll do well there. but. Talk to me about what you've been able to do since we spoke, because obviously you haven't, still haven't got people back on site. You haven't got the exploration team on site, but has your thinking evolved in, in terms of how you're going to approach this over the next couple of quarters?
1: Well, I, I want to talk about the Palito and Sao Chico exploration, but before we walk away from Karinga, Karinga itself, which we've never talked about to you about before, has amazing potential, exploration potential. upside okay. it. Talk to so, me about that then. Hey, it's a Garimpo that produced an autism mine that produced 300,000 ounces of gold, and it's it's a huge potential. So I don't want to sort of underplay Karinga It's a producing asset, but it can be uh, so much more. But anyway, but you're absolutely right. Um, we we were going, we were flying with exploration before um, pandemic really uh, meant that we would actually have to stop. And unfortunately, and, and unfortunately, the exploration guys, as is often the case when something negative happens, like the company's got no money, which wasn't our case, but there's some kind of need. They're the guys that get stopped. And unfortunately, it was was with huge reluctance that we stopped the drilling um, at Polito and Sao Chico. But we needed the bed space. As I explained before, we have a camp good for 360 people in normal conditions, in pandemic conditions. We don't have a camp to accommodate those people. So, the exploration people, we had to kick them out of bed and say, sorry, guys, you're going to have to go home for a few months because we need the space. For the producing guys and the workforce to actually have more social space, so that was the key, you know, and everyone understood it, keeping the workforce safe, etc. the right thing to do. Pleased to say, I mean, you you remember that we were doing uh, basically at taking a area. There were three. The, the exploration was of on three fronts. The, the 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 main one we were doing at South Chica. We were doing deep drilling in the mine itself, exploration drilling, going tremendously well. Get some fantastic mineable intersections. 200 meters below our feet, below our lowest level, so it's going down at depth, which is great. So it's open going that direction, and of course we were drilling to the west, particularly of the main deposit, and we had done step-out drilling going for up to nearly 400 meters west of the mine limit, which basically doubles the strike length of the deposit, and then a further 700 meters we have these IP, these geophysical anomalies which we found from the survey in 2018, which we got our first intersections into those bearing gold over mineable width. So you know, you don't have to be a rocket scientist to sort of go, hello, I mean, it it's all lines up. And if it all joins up, we've got a very nice two kilometer long potential ore zone here. And, you know, that's going to, if that all comes through with drilling and proving up, we are looking at a resource that could certainly support a mineable rate far greater than what we do today, which then brings the question are you still going to keep trucking all from Sao Chico all the way to Polito? I mean, surely you're going to want to put some kind of pre-concentration or a little plant down here. We're not there yet, but this question needs answering. Polito, between Polito and Sao Chico, the other big work that we did was the geochemical uh, program we were doing. And that was, uh, we got came to the culmination of that in April time. Um, and we found we've got this tremendous Copper anomaly, soil anomaly, which sits over a big geophysics anomaly. And we got very excited about that because that was really, di- that may show potential of, of many deposits like Polita and you Chico, but multiple ones, but it could also be uh, an indicator of, of bigger, more you know, large-scale type mineralization, which is something which, you know, mining high-grade veins is great, but if we can find some scale in there too, it would be brilliant. And two in particular, lie to the south of Polita, called Jukka and Calico. And these we've actually done more work on, you know, tighter space geochemistry, etc. And, and they've got really nice coincidental, really nice high-grade Gold anomalies in, in the geochemistry as well. And these really do look like Polito lookalikes, both of them. So, and the beauty about those two is they're only 5Ks from Polito. So, again, you're looking at that and thinking, well, we, we, we draw those out. So, we, we've got a really interesting conundrum. We it's almost like a race between, you know, what's actually happening at Sao Chico, what's going to happen at Juca and Calico, and you know, where's the plant expansion going to be? Because today we have a plant that's too small. The oresorter of liberated some space, but it's not going to liberate. If these things start coming off, it won't be able to handle what, a mine, what the mining can throw at it. We do need to expand the plant somewhere. The question is, we don't know where. The only way we're going to find out is push on with the exploration. So I'm dead keen to get going with that. Uh, hopefully, we're going to get everyone back at site probably in September. The contractors and we'll be back to where we left off, and uh, we'll.
0: Uh, so how do, how, do you go, how do you go about planning something like that? Because again, we get into some juicy, interesting areas. Because as you say, if the plant isn't big enough to deal with the potential, potentially, um, you've got to work out how you finance all of this as well. Does this come out of cash flow, and you know what? What is the opportunity that it opens up? Do you know what I mean? Because we, you know, people want to know, are we talking about some sort of fundraiser? or we talking about actually, we're producing enough cash to actually develop this into the um, the, the next iteration, the next step change in the company's um, organic growth?
1: Yeah, so well, certainly. Well, I've just explained to you, that's coming out of the cash flow. We're not, we're right. not looking at, okay, uh, good. we're not doing good. I mean, Yeah, Come to build the plant, we'll have to see where we are, but where we do put a plant in or wherever we might put it. Now all that exploration uh, work that we're talking about, that's coming out of the cash flow. I mean, we we didn't really talk about I didn't really talk about that earlier on, but you know, um, on the cash side, I mean, it, it, people won't will notice in the press release. I mean, we, we started the quarter with nine million dollars in the bank. We ended the quarter with nine point six million dollars in the bank. We paid off Sprott. We're debt free. We we pay out of cash flow. We also, out of that quarter, paid out nearly four million dollars to Sprott. So the irony was, you know, despite the backdrop of COVID and all the problems. Financially, Q2 2020 was Sarabi's most successful quarter on record, which is the irony is, you know, it's it's remarkable. Um, so we're sitting today with nearly double the cash that we thought we were going to have, um, whether we're in the budget, even though we didn't produce the ounces. We actually have enjoyed a, a tremendous run. It's continuing. We don't see any reason why Q3 won't be similar to Q2, Q2 and we're hoping to be back to normal by, by Q4 and going into next year. So, um, I don't see with if current economic conditions, we can fund all this out of cash flow.
0: Okay. Well, that's interesting. So, so Q3, well, we don't know what Q3 holds here. We're, we're in the middle of it. But you think by Q4, you're taking steps to ensure that you can get the rest of the people back on site. And is that process you've started? I mean, What's that look like?
1: Indeed, no. We've we've been being, we've been we've been basically expanding the camp. We've been making more lodges for for people to basically uh, be accommodated in in much better socially distanced uh, conditions. Um, so the whole idea is we just have to make the camp half as big again to accommodate the original three sixty people back at site under you know um, uh, much better conditions in terms of uh, you know socially distancing etc. So uh, yeah, we think we can have all that done by the end of uh, August. So, we would like to think in September will be a kind of a month of transition. We should be able to get to Q4 with with a, with a resumption of normal uh, normal conditions. I mean, we'll be testing forever I think until, but but, but that's just uh, and the huge difference, which we've actually enjoyed is. We've been rotating our workforce. To, if there's anything good that's come out of this crisis, we've been rotating our workforce 2010, 20 days in the camp, 10 days out. We've all agreed, the workforce has agreed, the unions have agreed. Let's can that. We're going to go 40/20. So people are coming 40 days at site and 20 days on break. That means half as many changeovers. That means half as much travel cost for us. And it allows people once they get to site to really get their teeth into the job and do work for 40 days. And then when they go home, they have a good rest 20 days. We couldn't. Even, we've wanted We've been wanting to do this for like about you know two, two or three years. Not a chance. But because of the crisis, everyone now realizes this is the way to work. Um, so with, that's a that's
0: a great result for. It's amazing. I think I think there's a lot of lot of people in a lot of different sectors are going to have to find a new way of working, and obviously that that does sound like a good solution for for you guys. Um. So what so what I'm hearing is production numbers are good. You're happy with what you've got. I'm hearing that when the ore sorter comes back online, whenever you've got everyone back at site, that should you know enhance your numbers by you know fifteen odd percent. Um. By Q4, you hope to have everyone back up and running so expiration can start again. That's the bit that I'm really excited about. You're waiting on that permanent license on Coringa. Obviously, once again, people feel safe enough to get back to the office and um, they can, they can um, give you that, that'll be, that'll be fantastic. And um, I mean, what, what else have we got to look forward to? I know you're in planning mode, but for investors, what, what do you think is there anything more that they should be looking forward to here?
1: If The cash flow, if the if the economic conditions are right, there's no, there's nothing to stop us starting at Karinga with the underground mine. I mean, that's 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 um, you know, we the reason we didn't start, we were we were poised to start at end of Q2. We had the we, we were just worried about the money situation. The irony is, we've actually got the money to do it, but we didn't want to start another, we, we didn't want to just in the middle of all of this, we look, it's, it's it's been enough of a challenge to actually keep people safe at Palito and Safjika to have another center where we 're going to have another area of concern and you know tracking the virus and all that we 've got let 's let this thing let 's let the dust settle on all this before we start that so as soon as we realize we think it 's safe enough we 'll start at coringa we 'll start that decline we 'll start going underground that 's it and i 'm really hopeful that 's going to be before the end of this year and'll that 'll be, be a great you know it 's always great fun starting in mine.
0: Fantastic. Mike, uh, good update. Well, I mean, well done with the numbers. As you say, it's t- in a tough environment. Um, we speak to a lot of companies struggling. Um, you've done well to keep, keep the answers coming in and the cash coming in and, and pay down debt. I like that. Uh, well, stay in touch with us. Let us know how you get on um, you know, a- as things progress. Be delighted to take that phone call from you.
1: Okay. Thank you very much, Matt.
0: Thank you for listening. If you've enjoyed the interview, why not subscribe to CruxCars